right, welcome back, everybody, to another show of Flyway Connections. My name is Chris, and like always, I'm here with my buddy Joe. Joe? Hey, how you guys doing today? So, hey, we have come full circle after our first season. This is our um, first episode of season two of the Flyway Connections. We had a an awesome first season, and it was pretty exciting seeing where we came. But like we started off last season, and the reason why we did this podcast is to highlight service members, veterans, first responders, and we have on the show again, Mr. John Perez, president of Valor Honor Outdoors. How are you doing today, John? Hey, good, guys. It's good to be back. Pretty exciting. Thanks for having me. Hey, no problem. So, yeah, John, in the, in the last year, what's been new with Valor Honor? Man, it's been, been a busy year. You know, it seems like we always stay busy. And, of course, this time of year, there's, you know, hunting season, deer season's wrapping up in most states. Uh, waterfowl is going hard. So, um, you know, doing a lot of waterfowl stuff. Um, but it was, it was a busy year, you know, COVID, COVID threw a few wrenches and things, but, uh, we kept going and, uh, we did events all over the country. Um, we attended events as far away as California New York, New Jersey, and, uh, did hunts out in Kansas, Louisiana, North Carolina, South Carolina, just, just all over. Uh, but we got a lot of exciting stuff going on. And I know we're going to talk about our first ever vho bash coming up in april we'll talk more about that but i'm just excited to be back with you guys i think uh, we kicked this thing off together last year and you know you, you guys are famous now so I'm, I'm honored to be here uh you know you i i knew you back when uh you know, when you chris back. didn't know which end of a yeah back when chris didn't know which end of a duck called to blow through now he's posting you know solo hunts and he's dropping you know all these great birds and now he's an expert uh duck hunter so uh but no it's been great to watch uh you know, the Flyways Connection podcast kind of grow and just see some of the uh, guests that you guys have had on. I'm really proud of what you guys have done. And thanks for the exposure that you're giving to our veterans and the first responder community. Appreciate everything you guys do. Oh, no. The, yeah, thing, yeah, the pleasure's it. ours. I, mean, I, <laughs> yeah. I definitely wouldn't be here without help of guys like you and Stump and the Valent Honor community there, John. Yeah, well, we're, we're honored to do what we do, brother. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, what was there any new new events? I know we you know uh, we kind of put on this. Um, we have our uh, usual events. Arkansas was always good to us as usual. But was there any big new events or states you did this year that um, the viewers may need to know about? Well, Kansas was a big one for us. You know, we had a, a wonderful family up in Kansas that reached out and said, "Hey, we'd like to talk to you guys about you know hosting some warriors out here on some deer hunts and." Uh, uh, you know, we jumped on a plane and went out there and met with those folks, uh, picked up a few Marines in Kansas City, and uh, uh, we had some Marines that were stationed out there, some Marines that were injured in combat, and uh, so they joined us out at the ranch. We got to meet the landowners, and we had a great season out there. Um, th there's a pretty decent military presence in that area. Fort Leavenworth is there as well, and uh, so this was, you know, year one with us and uh, kind of learned the property and uh, got a, a couple kids, got some nice deer out there, so that was great. So that was pretty exciting. So Kansas is, is a new one for us. Um, you know, did a little bit in Missouri as well. Um, Stuttgart is always a, a big event. Uh, you know, we do that event around the world championship. That's one that we do every year. We do a lot of one-off events. Um, we're getting ready to, to, you know, go into our, our turkey season. So we do a big event in Florida every year, chasing Osceola's. And we've got a pretty neat event plan in North Carolina, but we'll do turkey hunts all over. Uh, one of our board members acquired some property in Georgia. We're starting to do some events down there. Uh, I think we'll have another hog hunt coming up here in South Carolina. Um, we did a lot of fishing trips this year, uh, you know, striper or rock, uh, the same fish, depending where you are, they call them different things. Striper. Did a lot of that. And 
and <laughs> and obviously a lot of waterfowl uh, all over the country. Um, and we did other events. You know, we we believe in supporting any organization that's supporting our veterans and first responders. Uh, we've never been, you know, one that says, hey, you know, has to have our banner over it for us to be involved. So uh, we supported the C4 Foundation, an event out in uh, California uh, at Coronado. Uh, we went up to New York and New Jersey, eight, uh, seven VHO volunteers uh, on their own dime went up there and we uh, helped this, the, 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 the uh, help with the uh, SEAL swim, uh, where a bunch of folks, uh, not just SEALs, but all kinds of first responders and military personnel swam across the Hudson. Uh, in memory of uh, 9-11. And, um, you know, that that was pretty amazing. So uh, we've been all over, man, uh, East and Maryland and events in South Carolina. Uh, it's, it's been a busy, busy year. Uh, I'm grateful that we've got some dedicated volunteers who, who've helped us out. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, so I heard, uh, so Turkey, um, there was a big thing I saw today, uh, actually this, this today, last year, I saw a buddy of mine, he uh he got uh, one of those albinos mounted. Now, question, do you guys get any of those albinos in uh, Florida when you guys go down there? Uh, haven't you? You know, I I, I won't tell you. I, I'm an old guy. I've been hunting turkeys a long time. I've never seen an albino. I've seen a few bearded hens, um, uh-huh. but uh, uh, never seen an albino. But I've, I've seen some of those pictures and stuff. But, you know, Florida is famous because it's, it's the only place you can go to get the Osceola turkey. And they're, they're a pretty tough breed to get. We've had great success down there. We've got a great... Uh, you know, partner down there, a family that supports us and allows us to bring our veterans and first responders down there and hunt their ranch. So that's always a, a pretty special event. But no, I've, I've never, Chris, I've never, I've never run into an albino turkey. One thing, Chris, where John isn't um, bragging about, and I'll brag a little bit for him. Now okay. we do have a lot of events down there with, with, with the Osceolas, but Mr. John Perez is probably uh, one guy that goes down there and gets the job done for the vets, you know, guiding them in on their Osceola. I think you, you, You've had your veterans kill whenever you've been down there, John. We have. We had. We've had a lot of success. Osceolas are a little bit different. Uh, you know, I grew up uh, hunting osceolas, and um, you can't. You know, it, it's in your best interest not to try to hunt them like an eastern. So you have to, you know, just use a few more subtle tactics. And um, but it, it works out with pretty well, and it's it's just always an exciting time. They're not as vocal uh, when they're on the ground as a lot of the birds are. You know, they'll they'll gobble up in the trees, but once they get on the ground, a lot of times they'll just they like to sneak in so um uh you just got to hunt a little bit differently but it's it's always a fun hunt and sometimes we get to squeeze in a few wild boar here and there uh, they come walking through and we can kind of add and have a mixed bag while we're down there we always do a little bass fishing when we're down there as well nice nice so i know you we talked a little bit about it we kind of went into it in the beginning um so as far as valid honor uh is there any like really big events that you guys are are pushing this uh, here in the next couple of weeks, or is there anything going on with Valen Honor uh, this way so we well, can kind of get the word out? Well, you know, I, I think the biggest thing that we need to focus on right now is our our first ever uh, what we call the VHO Bash. We've never done a formal fundraiser since our inception. Um, you know, we've been incorporated uh, over five years uh, as a nonprofit. We've been doing hunts for years before that. Um, and we've always just kind of raised money, kind of word of mouth, but you know, word has gotten out about what we do. Uh, folks want to do more. We did a really cool event this year. I forgot to mention we, and you guys have probably saw it on our page, but we went diving offshore for Megalodon teeth. And, um, I say we, I say we, but I was just in the boat, you know, I'm a float, I'm a floater, not a diver, but, uh, um, you know, we had, uh, three seals and a green beret and a retired, uh, special operations individual out there that, 
provided that hunt. It was underwritten by one of our board members, Jason Apple. And um, it was an incredible event. And, you know, to be out there and watch these guys come up, you know, we were about over 20 miles offshore, about 120 feet down. I think they got about 60 Megalodon teeth altogether. And that was an incredible event. Um, mm-hmm. But to do stuff like that, you know, costs money. And um, uh, we can't do that caliber of event on a consistent basis without generous uh, individuals supporting us. So um, we've had a lot of folks say, hey, can we do an event like that again? And I'm like, yeah, we can. We just got to figure out how to pay for it. So, um, uh, you know, uh, we put a lot of thought and time into uh, the VHO Bash. We've got a great company, BW Unlimited, that we're working with to to make this event uh, as as you know, fun as possible and uh, as productive as possible. So I would say get the word out. Let folks know it's April 2nd in New London, North Carolina, uh, just outside of Charlotte. So it's worth flying in for the event. You can fly into Charlotte and drive up to the bash. Um, we're going to have a lot of cool stuff there. We're still collecting a lot of the things that we're going to be selling and donate, uh, auctioning. Um, but to give you, a, you know, just a, a hint, I mean, we're going to have worldwide hunts, uh, Argentinian dove hunts, Alaskan, uh, African hunts. Uh, we're going to have waterfowl events, uh, Florida Osceola turkey hunts going to be uh, sold and auctioned off, whitetail hunts, uh, some really cool tactical knives. Uh, you know, uh, Daniel Winkler makes an incredible uh, knife and some uh, hatchets. And if you know the Winkler story, they're they're pretty special. He started making them for the SOF community uh, years ago, and uh, we've got a couple of his items there. Um, Damascus USA is going to be donating a, a Damascus knife and um just a lot of cool stuff. Some great guns, uh, Glocks and Benelli SBE3, a Beretta A400, um, some deer rifles, and and we're still going, man. We're collecting some really, really cool stuff. Some great sports memorabilia. Uh, if you're a bass uh, angler, you know who Brent Chapman is. Brent has donated a couple signed jerseys and a hat, and that's going to be there. Um, Remy Adelike is a, uh, a Navy SEAL that's written book and is a TV producer. He's going to donate an autographed item. So we got some other cool stuff in the works um, that we haven't announced yet, but uh, a lot of good things coming. So I'd say get the word out. Tickets are $60 a person, or you get eight, uh, a whole table with eight uh, seats for $400. And some people have said, well, I, you know, I can't make it to the event, but I want to sponsor a table. And what we're going to do is we're going to give those tickets to uh, first responders and veterans and their families so they can attend. Um, but we're also, we also have opportunities for people to underwrite items. Um, you know, things like the Megalodon tooth trip, uh, dive trip. So, uh, you know, donations are always appreciated, but we're very, very excited about this event. And I think if you believe in what we do and you've been kind of watching for the last five or six years, we need you to step up, man. Um, reach out, let us know how you can help come to the event, tell your friends about it. It's limited seating. And this isn't going to be your, your regular, you know, banquet that we're all familiar with. Um, this is a pretty special event. We got prime rib and Cornish hen. It's not, you know, rubber chicken and stuff like that. And, uh, it's going to be a first, first class event and it's limited seating. So, uh, uh, we sold quite a few tables and tickets yesterday and today, as a matter of fact. So, um, let us know if you want to attend before it fills up. Oh yeah. Nice. Now I still want to go back to this bash. Um, but something's been kind of like, it didn't really click to me till like halfway of your conversation. Megalodon teeth. How do you guys go about just getting megalodon teeth? Is just they're just in the ocean somewhere? Is there yeah location? Yeah, so yeah, there's a couple of locations off the uh, east eastern uh, eastern coast. Uh, there's a place specifically off North Carolina. There's a shelf out there. You have to know where they are. You don't just stumble on it. And um, but there's a deposit there that just has a ton of them. And uh, you got you have to know what you're doing. Um, we. Uh, we did the trip with a, a company called Wetsu Scuba. Uh, Steve, Colonel Steve Oatman owns the company. 
Uh, he's been a great supporter of Valor and Honor Outdoors. He's a veteran himself and has done some other stuff right. with us. And uh, he knows where to find him, man. If you want a great, great hunt, give, give him a call. He knows where to go. And uh, he's got a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful boat. And, um, uh, you know, it's uh, it, it was it was just a, a trip to remember. And uh, we're, uh, he has a world cat uh, boat, which is very, very stable. It's a giant catamaran. Um, yeah. and it was just, it was, it was a great, great trip, but, uh, it's pretty awesome to watch these guys pull these teeth up from, uh, down 120 feet down. And, uh, some of these teeth were almost six inches long. I mean, they're, they're, they're yeah. big teeth. I'd hate to, I'd hate to run into that sucker when he was alive, but, uh, uh, I think they're millions of years old. I don't know how many millions of years old, but they're, it's pretty amazing what they pull up. That's crazy. I was just, I was just thinking in my head, like, is there a specific location where they, I mean, I, I don't know you find like a radar or some of that. That's insane. I've I've seen like pictures of them, uh, so some of them bigger than some people's hands and stuff. So, um, yeah. So you said, yeah, you gotta you gotta know where they are. Steve gets out there, you know, you're bobbing out in the middle of the ocean. There, you can't see anything. He's like, all right, this is the spot. You're like, are you sure? And because uh, <laughs> all you guys are going down, and I'm gonna be stuck on this boat by myself. I don't want, you know, what happens if you guys don't come up? But uh, they all yeah. came up, thank goodness. So uh, I was a little worried for a while there. <laughs> so the all right so let's go back to this batch and um i think it's i think it's amazing and hopefully this batch just hits off so this way val and honor can just keep on uh you know just going moving forward and make next year making it bigger and uh J- joe kind of told me a little bit about it is pretty excited about it uh looked into it kind of seems flyers instagram um been uh we've been trying to promote it on our page as well i don't know if you've seen that but we're trying to uh and this is for the listeners if you're trying to get out there just kind of help uh please by all means uh look up on honor outdoors and try to see what they're doing um by helping service members and i I know we kind of had a big thing with uh uh video real duck decoys but so so john as far as the bash so you said there's donations that they're going to be um you said food donations what what is the venue like? What is the venue like? Is it is there is there a size limit you guys are looking for? Or is it it's just uh just just assuming yeah. people are to go crazy and you sell out tickets? Well, if they go crazy, they're out of luck because uh, we we can hold about two hundred and sixty people, I believe, and it's a beautiful venue. It's on several hundred acres. It's a camp down there in New London, Camp Camp Barnhart, and uh, it's a great venue. Uh, for, for the bash and yeah we're gonna have a lot of a lot of items set up and uh i forgot to mention even dixie decoys you know they make a special edition um and dixie decoys is a veteran-owned company uh uh-huh. in fact the owner brad is a he's, he's currently uh he's a major in the marine corps still um but they make a, a great decoy every veterans day and this year they put aside the number one edition for us and uh that's going to be for auction there and they're really really cool um, but we're gonna have a lot of, uh, a lot of products like that, uh, around the outskirts of the, of the, of the banquet hall. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, we've got a, a, a live auction taking place and, uh, raffle tickets and, you know, just, just a lot of great stuff. Okay. And, and you know, go ahead. go ahead, Chris. No, go ahead. John. No, I'm just gonna, sometimes folks say, you know, when, when they look at what we do, some people just think, well, you're just taking guys hunting and fishing and, and that's not what we're about. And sometimes I have to stop and remind people. So, you know, probably 80 to 85% of our participants are active duty military. And when I say military, that's first responders as well. Um, it's folks from the intelligence agencies. And we're well aware of that. And, and we don't, for everything that you see on Facebook and Instagram, there's 10 or 11 other events that we don't post because our, our, our men and women are in roles. They're in harm's way every day. 
they can't necessarily be filmed. And, um, but we're really about helping people heal, uh, from, from the wounds of, uh, combat and, and the trauma that they experience as first responders. And, and that's what Valor and Honor is really about. The medium that we use is hunting and fishing and getting outdoors, doing bear tours and megalodon dives. But it's just a chance to say thank you for your service. Thank you for what you do. Uh, but a chance just to let guys decompress. And, um, you know, so we don't share, you know, anything that's going to compromise the identity, identity of individuals. But I'll tell you a quick story. You know, today someone contact, contacted me. Um, you know, they're, they're active military uh, they were wounded. Uh, a friend of theirs was also wounded and, and, and the peers, you know, struggling a little bit. And so they kind of shared what they would like to do. And, you know, we're going to set up a custom event for this individual. I'm being vague on purpose, but um, we're going to create something individual for both of these uh, folks. And we're going to have some valor and honor folks there. And we're going to show them a good time and kind of build a relationship and see if we can just kind of, uh, you know, help them, help them deal with that trauma that they've been through. But that, that's really what we're about. Uh, you know, the suicide rate among veterans is through the roof. And, and you guys know this, but a lot of people don't. But 22 guys a day are killing themselves, guys and gals. You know, if you look at since the global war on terror uh, started, we have lost way more folks to suicide than we have uh, to the enemy. And so suicide is, is really a, a serious enemy for our warriors. Um, and we, we got to stop that. And then the way you do that is you make sure that folks know that there are people out there that care about them that they've got uh, healthy venues to, uh, you know, express themselves and, 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 you know, good hobbies that, that uh, they, they can engage in. So they're not just sitting there bored. Um, but, you know, that's a big part of what we do. Uh, the divorce rate, especially among the special ops community is, is through the roof. And, um, you know, we spend a lot of time with guys that are kind of, you know, dealing with the trauma of combat and also with their marriage falling apart. And we provide a venue for them to come spend some time with their kids and, um, you know, like, like I think I've shared previously, our folks are active duty. So, you know, our, I always remind our volunteers, you know, this individual's here today, but next week they could be deployed. And this could be the last outing that that child has with their mom or their dad. And so some of the things that we do when we have kids is, you know, we draw, we let the kids draw pictures for the parents or make Christmas ornaments and put their handprints on it. Because in the back of our minds, we know that might be something that they look back on years from now when mom or dad is no longer here um, and they can remember that outing and that time with their parents. So it's serious business and it's, it's, it's why we're so passionate about what we do. Uh, the hunting and fishing, you know, that's, that's just fun, um, mm -hmm. but it's really the relationship building that, that's important to us. So I always like to make sure that I mention that. Yeah, I mean, and John, <clears throat> like we talked about before, like, um, you know, this is, you know, I've been with Valor and Honor since about 2015. Um, and, you know, just to, to tell my story, um, why, you know, Valor and Honor, you know, has, hold, always holds a special place in my heart is I've seen it firsthand. I experienced it. I was one of those guys coming off my fourth deployment, um, you know, spent half my 20s, you know, overseas and, Valor and Honor Outdoors gave me an opportunity, not not just um, a hunt. I think the first thing I I mean I got to do with Valor and Honor was um with a youth hunt. I mean I didn't even have a um a gun in my hands. We did a youth deer hunt, and it's just the time that you get to spend with your kids, with your family in a stress free environment with other like minded people. Um, really helps the bonding, you know. Um you know, bonding with you, your family, you know, with other, also with others as well. 
Um, I mean, Val and Honor, like I said, will always have a special place in my heart and like uh, my, my family's heart. Um, my wife has been on events with us. John has put, you know, uh, Joey shot his first duck in um, on a Val and Honor trip, uh, duck on North Carolina. Uh, you know, and John was there. Uh, and I, you know, I don't know if John knows this, but um, you know, some of the, some of those, the members that are that um, the non-military members, guys that you know have d- donated and helped us out. Um, you know, Jesse was one of them. Remember them, John? Yep, absolutely. I mean, Jesse's coming to my house in a week and a half to go do duck uh, duck hunt down here in Louisiana. That's awesome. Yeah. So I mean, even then, I mean. I, you know, we've built lifetime friends, you know, through Val and Honor and um, through, like, you know, just the, the outdoor therapy it's provided for service members. Yeah, I mean, like like I said, there's a million stories, most that we'll never tell. Um, but the people that need to know, know. Um, but, um, you know, just individuals that are in a crisis mode, you know, this this phone that I'm on right now, I answer it 24 by 7 because every once in a while you get a call and someone just kind of needs help right then and there. But um, I don't care where someone is in the country. If, if they're struggling, we're going to make some phone calls. And, um, you know, the brotherhood of, of, of veterans and first responders is, is, is strong and, um, we can reach out anywhere and, and, and get someone help. But, um, you know, it's important for the, the person who serves It's important for the spouse that stays home. That is a tough freaking job, man, for these spouses that, you know, they're, they're, they're two parents for, you know, nine to 12 months. And, uh, just when things get settled again, boom, the, the, you know, the soldier's off on deployment again. Um, so, you know, we, we want to provide a venue for, for the spouses as well and for the families. Um, but that's the most rewarding part about what we do. And, um, you know, we could talk for days about some, some of the things that we see. You know, one of the things I tell people all the time is sometimes these events are like relief valves or, uh, you know, pressure builds up in a pipe. And if you don't have a relief valve, that, that pipe's going to burst. And, yeah. you know, uh, these events in many ways are, are that relief valve and just lets a little of the steam out, lets a little of the pressure out. And you're not going to be able to help someone for the most part, unless you have a relationship with that person. And what better way to build a relationship with someone than sitting in a duck blind or sitting in a bass boat for a day of fishing when they trust you, especially veterans. We're not the most trusting community out there. You've got to earn our trust. Um, but when you have a relationship, they're more comfortable opening up and kind of say, Hey, this is what I'm struggling with. Can you help? And, um, and sometimes, you know, it's just vets getting together or active duty people getting together and having a good time and dove hunting or bass fishing, or whatever it might be. But sometimes it's a little deeper than that. And uh, one of the biggest things that gives me great pride is that uh, a lot of the folks that come through and participate with Valor and Honor go on to reach out to other veterans and other first responders and they take them hunting and fishing or take them to a ball game or whatever it might be. And we don't know about a lot of that stuff. Uh, but you know, that individual that you're working with today, you might be impacting hundreds and hundreds of lives down the road because that individual realizes that it helped them. And now they want to help others. You know, Joe's a great example. I remember the first time I met Joe and, uh, and Joe and I have been on some hunts together with some individuals that, you know, we can tell you, you know, they, they were in bad places and the stories that we can tell you where they are now, it's, it's, it's been a blessing to kind of watch, uh, how outdoor therapy has really played a significant part in their lives and kind of getting them back on track. And, you know, it, it's something I've coined, I call it the warrior's path, a journey to find peace and purpose. And for a lot of these guys, it's about, and gals, it's about finding peace and finding purpose, um, you know, af- after their their years in service. So. Yeah, that's crazy. And what what's insane is uh, what you said, you just kind of hit it on the nail is that uh, 
So I know I did a Vow and Honor uh, event here that Joe helped uh, organize, and uh, we did a couple things. We went to uh, uh, Honey Bright, did those uh, shots. You remember, Joe? Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, that's one of my favorite ones of the year. So I the honey yeah. Bird. And then him taking me out um, waterfowl hunting. And I think once I left and I retired out of the military, came over here, um, I got to know some veterans here. And uh, just, you know, I don't know. I, just, I felt it easier for me to offer, hey, you want to go on a hunt with me? Now, at any, any way, no shape or form, am I an expert? But just taking somebody out there with you is really appreciated by them. And, uh, their response of like, you know, really thank you. And you kind of see that. And now it's like, maybe he's, uh, when he does something, whether he goes rock climbing or, uh, does some type of other hunting, you know, but you know, he'll offer, Hey, you want to go out with me or whatever, uh, on a, whatever it may be, big game hunt, hog hunt, um, or a waterfowl hunt. So, um, that was, that's, that's a, that, that's crazy. And I, I didn't really didn't realize it. And, um, I've done that probably about three times since I've been out here, I've took a people out just out of not, not looking for funds, just looking for fun, you know, just kind of hang out. But I met some great people. That yeah, man. Too, so yeah, be, be careful. It's, it's addictive when you start helping others and you realize how much fun it is. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm telling you, it's, it's, I, I tell people all the time, you cannot help someone else without helping yourself. It's absolutely impossible. Try it. And, yeah. um, you know, I go fishing sometimes and I'm in my bass boat by myself. I feel guilty. I'm like, man, I should have a vet out here. I should have a first, one. I shouldn't be out here fishing alone. And I'm picking up the phone call and someone like, come on, jump in the boat. Let's go out. But <laughs> you don't have to have a nonprofit to do this, man. I mean, if you've got, you know, season passes to a, a ball game or something, you're not using them. Call, call some, call a vet, call a first responder, say, Hey, would you like my tickets? Uh, you know, if you're going boating or, or fishing and you've got a spot in your boat or a spot in your deer stand, call someone, take them out. Um, it's, it's that, that community and, uh, and you never know what doors are going to open when you spend some time with that individual and realize that, you know what, th that was, that was what they really needed. And, um, so, uh, but yeah, I appreciate what you guys do to kind of bring light to what our, our cause and our mission. And I appreciate all the support. And, um, uh, like I said, it's, uh, I'm happy to see what's going on with, with flyway connections here. And I'm, I'm very proud of what you guys are doing. Oh, thank you yeah, very I, much. I really, yeah, I really appreciate it. Um, so let's go on. Uh, let's kind of switch switch the script a little bit, because um, Joe's over here. He's about to cry. Um, <laughs> uh, virtual hug for Joe. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but uh, so how? How's, so as far as uh, we're gonna we'll get into big game hunts because I still want to talk about that. But how's your waterfowl season going? So, uh, and, and you know what, first, cause I want, I want to help Joe with the tears here. So Joe, don't, don't, don't feel bad. I, I, I heard from a vet, I heard from a vet today and the situation was so hard touching. I'm driving down the road trying to wipe my eyes. So, um, what we do will bring you to tears and, um, yeah, it, it, it really is, is just amazing. And, um, and you do that because you care about people. And, uh, but anyway, how's my waterfowl season going? You know what? I think I've, I, I, I have the privilege of being involved in a lot of hunts, but I rarely get to hunt. Um, rarely get to hunt and uh i've been out a couple times kill a few woodies here in a local uh beaver swamp uh monday i'm actually going out north carolina is one of the few states where you can get a tundra swan so uh chris and any veteran that's listening get your tundra swan permit apply online uh in north carolina i think it's ten dollars or something and you can only shoot one but it is an amazing hunt I, you know i gotta say they're not the smartest bird in the world uh, even Joe could call one of these suckers in, um, but, uh, they, uh, but it's like, you know, it's like shooting a B 52 man. And it's, it's awesome. I use my 20 gauge with some boss, 
uh, shells and, uh, it's just fun to fold these birds. And, and we've got a bunch of Marines coming in on Monday and hunting with a, a buddy of ours, uh, and in Hyde County. And, uh, that's a fun, fun hunt. And, uh, so I'm looking forward to that, but I haven't, I haven't done too much waterfowl hunting and, uh, I've always said waterfowlers are just nuts and, you know, full disclosure, my son, Ben is a waterfowler. He's a professional waterfowl guide. And, uh, I still say it though. You're all nuts. Uh, yeah. because when the weather's the worst is when the hunting's the best. And, you know, I'm like, no, I'm staying in bed. You guys go out there all you want, but it's uh, you know, 30 mile an hour winds, it's cloudy and it's a little bit of drizzle. And I'm like, I'm, I'm not going duck hunting. So, uh, I like early season woody hunts when you're sweating and killing fly, uh, mosquitoes, uh, as opposed to freezing out there. But so I haven't done a whole lot, but, uh, I'm enjoying looking at everybody else's pictures. And I, here in North Carolina, it's really now just picking up in the last week or so. A lot of birds have started to come in and you're seeing some, um, you know, some good species come from around the, uh, around the state. How has Ben doing? Where's Boris been now, now, nowadays? What's that? Where's Ben at this time of the year? Oh, so, so Ben, uh, where is Ben? Ben, Ben, I believe is in Arkansas. He's, you know, he's like a, he, he's a rolling stone. He started oh, out yeah. in Canada and, uh, was all over, spent a little time in Oklahoma. I don't think they were seeing a lot of birds in Oklahoma. So they brought him back to Arkansas. So, uh, He's out there chasing the the geese now, the snow geese and the speckle bellies, I believe. And uh, um, so that was kind of cool. I, you know, Ben's been a professional guide since he was 17. He's 25 now. And uh, this it was the first Christmas he actually came home. Uh, I like to think it was to see his dad, but he's got a girlfriend. So I think it was to see her. But either way, <laughs> I got to see him. Um, but uh, so that was pretty awesome. But he's been guiding now for about eight years professionally. And uh, uh, but that that's where he is. And uh, he likes to come over turkey season. Uh, ben has told me that, you know, if turkey season was longer, he might give up duck hunting just to call turkeys. So, Ugh. Chris, if you haven't got after tur- if you haven't got after turkeys yet, just be beware because it's about as addicting. And mm-hmm. um, so uh, that that's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. I I, I mean, I, I've, done, I've done I've turkey hunting, so it's uh it's definitely addicting. And I'm glad that here in Texas we have two seasons. I know Louisiana honey has one, so. Yeah, Louisiana's one. Uh, that's a little rough. Um, yeah, and then when I went out in Louisiana uh, turkey hunting, um, I was there. It was there when what the four, four or five hurricanes hit Louisiana. It was pretty, and it just pushed. Yeah, it just pushed everything out of at uh, as far as like land, uh, turkeys, deer, uh, whitetails, anything like that. So, uh, hogs. Yeah, well, you're you're hun- you're comfortably. Yeah, you you're hunting hog hogs. You can't get rid of hogs, but uh, yeah, you're hunting those rios. <laughs> Those Rios in Texas, they're they're not the smartest uh, turkeys of the species. I just have to say, yeah, uh, they're my you favorite. <laughs> you can have you know a trumpet, whatever. They'll they'll gobble anything. They're 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 interesting birds. I've killed a few of those, but it's a lot of fun. Just a lot of fun being out there. Yeah, I'll yeah. probably do that here. How's your? Uh, how, go ahead. Yeah, how's your waterfowl season going? I saw you did your first solo hunt there and had some nice birds. That was pretty awesome. Yeah, it's been fun. It's been interesting. Um, I kind of came over here and uh, last podcast, me and Joe kind of talked about like what our uh, uh, kind of regrets that we did this season and uh, what we what we feel we need to improve on. But uh, mine was kind of, um, I guess, like Joe kind of rubbed off on me and I, I didn't do much scouting and uh, just kind of uh, went uh, just kind of went out there and winged it. And, uh, you know, I saw where the birds are going. Um, uh and it, it was a little rough in the beginning, but we ended up uh, ended up doing pretty good. Um, I went back down with Joe this past weekend and in Louisiana, and we uh, it was it was pretty it was fun. But um, the birds have been kind of crazy this season, and Joe can kind of uh, 
talk a little bit on that, but it's just, I think the weather has a lot to do with it. It's just been really warm down here. So, and like you yeah, said, we're, yeah. we're crazy and we, we like those cold fronts and, yep. um, you know, just picking those cold fronts is kind of rough. And sometimes those cold fronts come when you can't go out. So, but yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. I think what I'm going to do here in the next, uh, one season ends, I'm going to, I'll do definitely do some Turkey and then I'm going to, uh, a friend of mine has a lease out in um, in Beckenridge, uh, Texas, and uh, he, he told me to go out there and get some hogs whenever I want. So I'll probably go out there with a spotlight and uh, probably hunt some hogs this season. So, well, that's awesome. And you know, talking yeah. about all this duck hunting reminds me uh, we have a handful of those VHO Blood 410 calls left. So uh, I don't know if you know, but every year Stump at RM Calls makes a custom run of calls. Uh, for Valor and Honor Outdoors, and um, they're highly collectible. Um, uh, and we've got a handful of those left. They're not on his website, uh, but if folks are interested, they can reach out to us on our Facebook page or call me directly. Um, but that's a pretty amazing call. I don't know if you've seen it, but uh, he put a lot of work into making that uh, the red in that call just kind of mimic the color of blood, and it's you know memory of all our brothers and sisters that have fallen. Um, and it's an amazing call, but we do have some of those left, and... Uh, so yeah, if, I, if you're interested I, I in those, let, let us know. Yeah, I actually seen those calls, man. And Stump, it, Stump is amazing. I know Joe kind of told me stories about him. And, you know, he kind of, if, if people don't know, um, he makes all his calls by hand. He does it. He doesn't have anybody helping with him. He's, he's just. Oh, yeah. Yeah, everyone. Yeah, absolutely. And he's insane with it. Oh, and I forgot to mention one, one of the items at the banquet is going to be a uh, custom RM call. I don't have any inside scoop or anything. I don't know what he's doing. He's keeping it to himself. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's keeping it on tight. Yeah. If you've ever seen Stump's custom calls, this one's going to be incredible. Uh, so, uh, you know, I, I don't even, I'm not a lot of blow duck calls. Uh, I don't know if I ever told you the story, but <laughs> Stump and I were driving out Stuttgart one time, Arkansas, and uh, I was getting him to try to teach me how to blow. And after like 15 minutes, he just looked at me. He said, you know what? Not, not everybody gets it. Um, you know, why don't you call Ben Shook and order a whistle? So uh, when I'm around Ben and Stump, I'm not allowed to blow a duck call. But they look great on the shelf, man. They look great. You know what? I, I will tell you this, John. Me and you have a lot more in common than you think. And uh, Joe, Joe's kind of Joe's kind of had that same conversation with me. And I've actually gotten really good with a whistle, and he can actually vouch for it. He's like, "Hey, that's actually pretty good." So uh, um, I'll take it as it is, and uh, I'll keep blowing my whistle. I'm still killing birds with it. So. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what, when I when I hunt solo, I take out that duck call and I blow the crap out of it. So I don't care. Oh, I, I still have a good time. <laughs> oh, you know? yeah. I'm exactly the same way. I, and as long as Joe's not next to me or no one's next to me, I'm, I'm good. I'm I'm blowing that. Uh, yeah. Because I got the quack ops uh, from RM, RMC. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, yeah. I also got the alpha. So, you know, I'm, I'm pr- I guess I'm practicing on, awesome. um, out there. So, but um, I definitely won't pull it out when Joe's next to me because then. He gives he gives you that look. Uh, I'm assuming Stump gives that same look when he sees you blow a duck call, but yeah, yeah, I, I don't even. He, 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 I think Ben and Stump both check me out, and make sure I don't have a lanyard anywhere on me. So, <laughs> but yeah, not even allowed to carry it. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's amazing. Is um, so Val and Honor, we got this bash going on, and if you guys haven't looked into it, please look into it. Um, a lot of stuff they do, it, it is amazing, and just knowing firsthand. Um, I know, uh, I, I don't think we've really talked about this, John, and we kind of, I'm going to go back to what we talked about, but, um, 
me and Joe talk about this and it, it is, and it could be outdoor therapy, whatever. But for me, it was waterfowl therapy. And that's what I fell in love with. Now, if you, if you fall in love with a big wow. game where they're hog hunting, hog hunting is funny. If you've never done it, um, turkey hunted, fishing, anything like that, it, it, it's all therapy. And I think that helps a lot uh, for service members. And like you said, and a, a big thing is I've lost, and, and this is kind of a go back into it, but uh, what you said earlier is, you know, you hit it on a button. It, you know, I, I've lost more friends from uh, suicide than I had de- uh, deployments. And it's sad because it, all it takes is just picking up the the phone and or even reaching out to them. And I think that's why I've, I've kind of it's kind of uh, helped me out to just reach out and call up, you know, service members out here, friends that I meet. Um, most of them I meet from the VA here in uh, Dallas, Fort Worth. So, but uh, yeah, it's it's amazing. So I know we talked about the bash. Is there anything else big you guys have planned coming up this season? I know uh, waterfowl is about to end, but we still, I mean, there's other big hunts coming up. You said the the turkey hunt. Um, I know last season you mentioned a hog hunt, tried to get me on. I couldn't get out there, but are you guys got anything big else planned? You know, we, we got a, a lot more of the same, uh, you know, like, like you mentioned. Um, you know, one of the things we're going to try to do this year is we've got volunteers all over. And so, you know, if, if, if you're listening and and you're a veteran or you just care about the veteran community and first responders and you want to host an event at your place, um, you know, let us know, we'll walk you through it. Um, I met with some folks, uh, today down in New Bern, North Carolina, and just brainstorm about some things that they want to do for veterans in their community. Um, and just give them ideas and tell them what it takes to put a little, you know, crappie fishing tournament together or crappie, depending where you are in the country, what you call them. Uh, so I think there's Sokolay down there in, in Louisiana, but, um, or a bass fishing tournament or a turkey hunt. Um, you know, I would encourage people to do that in their own, do that in their own community. Uh, another way that you can really help us if you can't come to the event, uh, a lot of folks have vacation homes or rental homes. And if you've got a beach home or something and you're willing to give up one weekend a year, let us know, you know, we'll, we'll find a soldier or, sa- or a sailor or a Marine or a coastie, whoever it is. And, you know, before or after deployment, let them go down there with the spouse for the weekend and just have a, have a good time. Uh, you know, all it's going to cost is, is, is getting the place clean when, when you're done, um, you know, uh, or a mountain property, anything like that. But all that stuff helps. We're just looking for venues to um, share with, with, with our, our warriors and, and give them some time away from the, the hustle bustle of military life or, uh, you know, being a law enforcement officer or fireman, whatever it might be. But, um, um, so yeah, we're we're hoping to do a lot more and, and just partner with other groups or other individuals that want to do things in their own communities. And, and like I said, we'll walk you through that. Um, you know, we've got a, a liability waiver, a two million dollar policy that's good all all over the U.S. And um, so we're we're interested in partnering with other people that want to do things in their community. And if it's a big enough event, you know, one of us will come there and and help you coordinate it. Um, so, but yeah, and we uh, you know this year we were impacted a little bit by what we could do in the schools because of COVID, but Military advocacy in the schools is really, really important to us. Uh, Keeley Town is one of our, our board members and one of our uh, most active volunteers. In fact, she just won an award by the American Legion in North Carolina for her involvement with uh, schools and, the, and, and getting the military involved and generating that you know, appreciation for the military among school children. Um, but we've got a great program where we go bring the military into the schools and let the kids connect with the soldiers and the soldiers connect with the kids. And uh, you know, we can help folks establish something like that in their own community. Um, Letters from Home is kind of a little quiet program that we've run for a while, where when we go to an event, we bring cards and everybody that comes through, we give them the opportunity to write a card to a service member who's deployed. 
and then we deliver those. And uh, we just did that this Christmas. We sent cards to Bahrain. We sent cards all over the world. I personally delivered some cards to the SEAL teams up in uh, Virginia. And, uh, you know, um, all, all these little things add up and, and they impact our, our military and they're greatly appreciated. So there's a lot of ways to help. If you're not sure how to help, pick up the phone and call me and we'll, we'll, we'll sit down and talk together and come up with some ways that we can collaborate. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, if people um, don't know those cards that 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 you get from about whether it be Valen Honor Outdoors or any other organization, I mean, for some of the soldiers, I mean, they they really don't have anybody or even whether it be Marines, uh, seamen or um, airmen or any, they, they really some of them don't have anybody. So some of these cards kind of get them through the day and it's amazing to see their faces. So um, I've seen it firsthand yep. um, and I will say uh even if you want to get with Valen Honor and want to send cards to deployed soldiers or uh, whatever it may be, um, care packages, that that really does a lot more than what you what a lot of people think. So, um, and there a lot of these guys and I was uh, really appreciative of it. So, John, I, re- I really, really do. Um, man, this is why I, I think I, we started this and talking to Joe and it's just going through our first year and. Uh, this will be, this is our starting of our second season. Um, this gets me back to why we started this. And, uh, you know, you kind of, uh, it, it's amazing what you're doing. I, I can't thank you enough. Uh, I know Joe uh, can't thank you enough. Um, but I really appreciate it, John. And just, I just wanted you to know that. Well, I appreciate you guys. And there's no need to thank me. I'm just a volunteer along with Joe and everybody else. And, uh, we're just serving those who serve us, and that that that's it's our, our our honor to do so. That's amazing, Joe. Did you have anything before we uh, wrap it up, or are you are you crying again, Joe? Oh yeah, I'm bawling. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just checking. All right, just checking. Um, yeah, I mean, like I said, I just want to uh, let all the viewers know that a uh, I don't talk about a lot of things that are you know, um, you know, super important to me, but. I, like I said, Valon Honors, you know, their mission and what they do for veterans and um, you know, just me being part of that organization is uh, probably up there in the top five things that are you know, real important in my life and real things that I um, that I look forward to. And um, like John said, you know, for us to help these great Americans, we need other great Americans' um, help. Um and uh, if you know if you're out there and you're wondering hey, how can you know how could I help or how could I support, you know, go to Facebook, go to Instagram, go to our website, uh, go to the Val and Honor website, and um, find reach out. Um, there's a lot of ways you can help, even if you you know you don't think you can. Uh, just get a hold of us, you know, if it's a a donation, um, if you're a business owner and you want to you know donate product or donate anything and everything helps us put on these uh events for um our veterans and first responders and their families but besides that i mean that's all i have yeah and um okay before we go before we go i mean and uh, joe and uh john you guys can kind of correct me if i'm wrong but um john kind of spoke about it earlier uh you know that they it's not just taking people out i mean there's there's light there's uh there's there's ways they can connect you other ways where it could be whether counseling or life, you know, life connections or some type of family, um, uh, I guess, getting together and um, getting 
getting that um that that assistant whether you don't think you need help i mean if, i know spouses i know my wife's been there and she i mean she's she's told me to get out there so um they don't just help with uh with getting uh service members out, outdoors i mean that's part of it but there's a lot of great uh stuff that they also provide and um john do you want to speak on anything before we before we head out yeah no i i think you hit the nail on the head just reach out if if, if we don't do it we know someone who does do it so i mean even okay. someone you know getting out of the military that can be a very stressful transition uh, going to civilian life and we'll help you with your resumes we don't charge anything for anything that we do it's all these services are free of charge we have people that are specialists in certain areas but uh you know if you're trying to get a career in a certain field and you don't really not know how to translate your military skills to civilian skills uh, or know where to start let us know we've got a great a lot of great folks that we work with and uh we're, ha we're happy to help but but when in doubt take up the phone and call us and uh uh we'll be glad to partner and do what we can to support everybody out there yeah, absolutely. And then uh, just so the view, so the listeners are uh, know, you can reach them at valandhonoroutdoors.com. Um, see them on Facebook, their Instagram, social media, Valandhonor Outdoors. Uh, we follow them. Uh, we post a lot of stuff about Valandhonor Outdoors. We also tag them in all our stuff. So um, they, if you follow us, you, I mean, it's almost nearly impossible to find them. We also have a hyperlink to them from our website at flywayconnections.com to straight directly to them. So if you want to help or want yeah. to get involved or you just want to reach out to John, I mean, uh, I can vouch he's a, uh, he's 24 hours on his phone. Um, yep. which is, uh, it is amazing that he does. Cause uh, I'd probably sleep through any phone call after, you know, 10. So, um, <laughs> well, and, 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 and if, if folks are interested in tickets, um, if they go to our website, you'll see a tab up, you know, when you first log on our website, it's going to pop up, say the 2022 bash, uh, and there's a big tab there for 2022 bash tickets and, uh, or if you just want to make a custom donation for whatever reason, uh, you can do that via the donate tab there as well. So, um, but again, I appreciate everybody's support and I'm just saying, if you've been following us, if you believe in the mission, now's the time we, we, we need the help. We want to make this successful and we want to be able to continue to do what we do. We don't ever want to have to turn someone away when they, they call us for support and, and, uh, thank the Lord. We haven't had to do that yet. So, um, we were, we're, we're yeah. definitely looking for everybody's support and we appreciate it. Yeah, and again, uh, I want to thank Val and Honor, John, with and Val and Honor Outdoors for what they do for service members, first responders, um, and our veterans. Uh, thank everybody who supported us uh, from uh, at this point. Um, Joe, we're blasting off our uh, first show of our second season. Uh, first season's been crazy; kind of went uh, bigger than what we expected. Um, and we just know that people are out there listening. People are out there; um, they're hearing uh, what we have to say. So. I want to thank everybody uh, who is listening, and um, and I really do appreciate it. I know Joe does, too. And uh, uh, let's just keep on going. And again, let Bowen know.